Hi, welcome to Shift, PwC Canada's podcast series, and we're digging into key digital trends and topics that can make your business transformation a reality. I'm your host, John Finkelstein, and I'm also the creative director of PwC Canada. This is our inaugural podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the journey to Omnichannel. Uh, Claire, but thank you so much for joining us. And um, why don't you just take a second and tell us kind of who you are and what you've been up to and why you're the person to be talking about Omnichannel, because I absolutely believe you are. Okay, well, thank you for having me. Um, first of all, I'm a VP of Strategy and Business Insights for Lowe's Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been in that role since the acquisition. So it's been 15 months now that uh, uh, Rona got acquired by Lowe's. Previously, I was working for Rona as a VP of Marketing, Digital, uh, CRM and Business Insights. So obviously, with the, uh, this new time for, for Lowe's Canada, comes a lot of questions and a lot of opportunities. And Omnichannel is one big opportunity in our journey. So that's a great segue because omnichannel might be the biggest buzzword since transformation. Yeah. Everybody, everywhere you go, everywhere you read, omnichannel this, omnichannel that. And it's almost like people are kind of, everyone seems to have their own definition. So why do you think everybody's talking about omnichannel right now? I think, uh, that's a good question. I think the reason why everybody's talking about it and the reason why it's so important, it's because it's customers that are requesting it. It's part of their new expectations. Customers today, they're living in a world where they want no friction. They want, uh, when they interact with their brands, no matter what touch point, they want to live a seamless and consistent experience. So this is the reason why it's so important. How do you know that's what they want? But I think you just have to observe consumer behaviors and the way they interact today with, uh, uh, with brand, with retailers. Um, you know, it's a world where there's multiple touch points and it's going to keep on increasing. So you can just observe the way customer, what, they, what type of research they're doing online, uh, what type of reason they're um, talking to uh, companies through call centers or emails and when they go to the stores in a retailer case. So all of this screaming about their expectation and their needs and their wants their wants. So this is how you uh, you can understand why is omnichannel important for a customer and how you can build up your plan to answer to their expectations. How would you define omnichannel for people in its most simplistic form? I think from a consumer standpoint, the, uh, the request or the expectation is today I'm a consumer, I'm interacting with your brand, your stores, through different way. I'm interacting through your website, I'm interacting when I go to your store or when I am going on social media. And what customers expect is when they're interacting, they want to live an experience that's going to be consistent, fluid and seamless. So I don't want to be told, oh, no, this is something that you've seen on a website, it's not in a store. Oh, no. Uh, well, even though you talk to somebody on a call center, you know, I cannot help you with that because that's a different department. So I think this is very concretely uh, what Omnichannel is about, how we can make sure as many more touch points have been created over the last uh, years, how we can make sure that each touch point, touch point customer is uh, being served, is being served in a way that really uh, answers to his expectation and also being recognized. It's also uh, the brand's responsibility to personalize because now I know who you are. I know why you came to my store. I know what you did on my website previously. So I need to be able to provide you with a better answer on, on that specific request today. It's interesting that you talk about the personalization part of it because I think a lot of people think about um, multi-channel and omni-channel 
as being interchangeable. No. And they're not. No. So how would you describe the difference? Well, for me, uh, multi-channel was in a world where, yes, customer is going online. Yes, customer is calling call center. So everybody is managing the customer in this specific sandbox and answering to his request. But the minute you wanted to make a connection between, and sometimes very simple things. You're going to a store, you want something, store doesn't have it. Can you check another store, one of your store, if it does? And many stores today still saying, no, I cannot have access to their inventory. So for me, that was the, the multi-channel, I think. But now the expectation is no matter where I'm interacting with you, I want to be able to have an answer and to be served um, you know, in that way. So that's the biggest difference for me. And there's still many companies today that are organized in a multi-channel way. So you got the database of customer for your e-com or your digital order, database of customer that you know, use these specific services and database customer for even some specific stores. So this is changing. This is really has to, to change everything and break silos and create a world where we can put all this information together in order to recognize and personalize to that specific customer. That's right. Uh, people first. Yeah. How are we going to serve the people yes. however they want to be served? Yes. So what does it mean for Lowe's then in particular? So... We have a big opportunity in front of us uh, because Lowe's Canada, it's uh, first of all, it's eight different brands and banners. So yes, we've got the Rona brand, but most Canadians are familiar with the Lowe's banner. But in reality, we've got eight different banners across the country. Some are more regional, some are more national. We have B2B brands specifically uh, serving pro customer. So for us, the complexity and the opportunity is how we deploy toward that omnichannel journey for all of our banners. So uh, this is... Uh, that sounds really complex. It is complex. And we have also a network of stores, multi-format. We've got corporate store, we've got affiliate store. So that adds to the complexity, but that also is a big opportunity because we are touching lots of customers across the country with our all of our banners. Actually, it's 87% of Canadians today that live 30 minutes or less to any of our stores. 87%? Yeah. Live 30 minutes or less from a Rona store. For whatever brand is just Rona, it's Lowe's, it's Ace, it's uh, and more, all of those regional banner I was referring wow. to. So this is this is the challenge for us. Right. How do you guys want to activate or create an omni-channel journey that's going to re be really powerful, differentiated? I mean, what does it really mean for you? Because it's and that's that's the journey we on. So for us, there's there's a big objective is how we help all of those brands to deliver on that experience, that seamless experience across all of our touch points. Um, how we enabling uh, the brands to recognize, personalize. So that's that's the vision, that's where we want to go. But also um, how we deploy our resource internally because it's all those groups supporting the banners, thinking if you think about uh, marketing, digital, supply chain, uh, CRM. So how all those groups align to support and deliver that omni-channel experience for all those eight different banners. So for us, that's this puzzle we have to, to put in the right I'm, place. I'm really curious, how do, you, how do you communicate that corporately or organizationally? It's like you have a vision and you have all these different banners, all these different employees, yeah, yeah. you know, from management to, you know, people on the floor. How do you communicate? That's a challenge. <laughs> that's, think. that's a very good question. And. Uh, well, the first thing is we have a team. I have a team dedicated to strategy, and in my 
And my role is to build the strategy, but communication is as important as building the strategy. And I, w- I would even uh, dare to say that if your strategy is not really good, but your communication is excellent, <laughs> you may be in, the, in a better position than the other way, <laughs> which is not the case. Our strategy is very good. But um, to, to communicate, so first you have, need to have your plan. You need to have it um, aligned with all the leadership team. Make sure we all align, we all understand, because... Uh, everybody will have will cascade it across uh, their own group, but me personally, the way I approach it, and I, I, I guess it's part of my marketing background, I um, I approach it, this as a really uh, an important communication. Effort. I more approach it as a product launch. So to give you an example, as a for product me, launch. <laughs> there's a, there's ton of materials. We've done videos, we've done visuals, we've got narratives because you need to adapt to the, all the groups you're interacting and. Currently, I'm in the middle, I'm almost completed, but the middle of an important cascading sessions. I've got uh, 16 sessions across the country, going through all divisions, all banners, explaining the vision, what does it mean for their brands, how we're going to align the support group to help them achieve to that vision. So uh, it's, uh, and we we are going to have other sessions for store director or stores employee that will even bring it to a much uh, simpler perspective because you don't you don't want to overwhelm people. You don't want to scare yeah. them with those big words. You want to make sure they understand the benefits for the customer, but also for them. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, yeah, communication is key. Uh, tools is important. Engagement is important. I need to be spread across the whole company because omnichannel is not the responsibility of a strategy team, of a yeah. digital team, of a marketing team, of a supply chain team. It's the responsibility of all groups in the company. You talk to people and... You, know, you talk to customers and it's like, okay, I had a vision. And then did you allow yourself the opportunity to sort of shape it and change it depending on what you heard? In our process, we spend lots of time, lots of energy on, on the customer piece. Customer first. Customer first. And then this helps you define what you want to do when you talk about omnichannel. What are the behavior? What are the expectations? And we've actually... Uh, put what is our own priority based on that. So even though we were saying earlier, yes, uh, everybody's talking about it, and I think it, it's uh, very good for a company to define what does it mean for their category of product, for their customer, and so make sure we align the action plan and the priorities towards those customer priorities. I think that's a really important point, actually, for people who are listening. It's so easy to go, okay, well, we need Omnichannel, mm. and this is how you do it, and without really thinking about what do you need to do from an omni-channel yeah. perspective that's specific to your brand, specific to your business, yeah. right? Because, you know, um, Lowe's is going to be different than, you know, an electronics retailer mm. or uh, a fashion retailer. Yeah, it, there's no such thing as the, uh, the best recipe in omni-channel. The mm. best one is the one you're going to build uh, coming from your customer expectations. And, and you're right, depending on the categories of product. As you um, go down the journey of you know, implementing the vision, how do you respond to competitive threats as you see them in real time? That's a good question. And you, you don't have a choice. You need to work on both levels. You need, yes, you need to have your master plan, your building blocks toward that vision of omni-channel. Uh, but you also need to be 
um, testing and innovating and doing small, smaller scale project to help you um, de- be able to grab on new opportunity uh, on React. And at Lowe's, we're fortunate because uh, we've, uh, we have an entity in the US, the Lowe's Innovation Lab, and they're doing this on a regular basis. I think it's, it's part of um, any leader's responsibility, actually, to, if you're not testing something new at the, this exact moment, if you don't have something going on, you, you're missing the boat and you're not developing that ability to react quickly, be nimble, and bring on all that learning and all that um, uh, benefit of doing those uh, kind of projects. So it sounds to me like you guys have, you know, two streams. Yeah. The stream, which is implementing the omnichannel vision yeah. as you've created it and kind of sticking to that. And a similar stream is, innovation where can we find new opportunities to connect with people that's meaningful that helps us differentiate our brand so whether it's ar vr home delivery in a new interesting way with drones whatever um, and then kind of you know coming together and integrating them as need be Yes, absolutely. And, and because uh, Omnichannel is, is a journey, it will keep on evolving. Customer expectation will, will not stay as they are today. They, they keep on changing and changing faster and faster. So how are you going to test new technology? And you mentioned AI and VI. It's something I think is, is going to be very, very disruptive is the home assistant device. Uh, like Google Home. So um, how are you going to be testing and doing things uh, that are new, innovative things? Uh, one of those will influence the, uh, the omnichannel um, journey, also could influence, and then you can integrate in your master plan. Mm-hmm. So need definitely to work on, on both levels. So I'm really curious, you know, as you, as you look in the world at, at sort of leading brands who are leading these omnichannel experiences, who do you see out there that's doing it really well? I think every company that is uh, approaching this industry or coming with a solution that never been brought before, for me, would be an example. And so it doesn't matter on the size on the scale it's that capacity of being the first to think of somebody but i think lately uh, the innovation that really is for me really really interesting and, and disruptive is a home device uh, assistant uh, the google home the alexa i think this is something that is going to be as d- disruptive as the smartphone was uh, a couple of years ago so. yeah for sure uh, you, you've talked about you know digital assistance yeah. you know ai yeah 3d printing yeah Augmented reality, virtual reality. Do you see these things changing the game for you at? Uh, yes, at yes, absolutely. Absolutely, in our industry, there's a perfect fit. And um, like uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, when you think about what uh, what is preventing people to actually perform project in our category of product, it usually they don't have the time, they don't have the skills. So the uh, augmented reality uh, device is really answering to one of that of that needs and can picture. In the future, everybody at home would have the ability to put on a program and before you're tiling your shower or before you're changing your toilets, you're going to be able to perform it in a virtual world. So that's also a tool that is uh, very useful for employees when you need to train new employees and you want those people, when they interact with customers, they have a knowledge and they went through similar type of experience. So for me, definitely, this is super applicable in our industry. And you talk about 3D printers. It's the same. It, it's something actually the Lowe's Innovation Lab test in a, one of our stores in New York. So customer can come in and want a specific part and you just give a model and you print it for them. So all of those uh, exciting uh, innovation are are very, very important to us. And this is why we are already investing in and, and testing those. So bringing uh, Lowe's vision of Omnichannel to reality, is there anything getting in the way? What kind of challenges are you facing? 
So the complexity uh, is the scale because uh, I was I was referring about a number of banners. I was referring with all the groups that Omnichannel is touching. So there's two things: you need to align everybody. You need to have your master plan. And one element that is key is speed, uh, because there's so many groups, so many elements that are embedded into that journey. You can think about uh, technology by itself could be a, a big one, uh, and, and there could be a temptation to say, let's wait until we have this new system, let's wait until we have this uh, platform. So I think waiting is not an option. So there's all um, different elements involved as uh, the, the need to have your vision, but you yeah, need to have your uh, supporting your people, the structure you have, uh, the tools you have. So work, work to make sure that you're not static and that you're moving toward that direction without waiting for any component of it. So I think because it's a journey, sometimes people get, get excited at the beginning, but then they disengage because they think it's going to take too, too much time. So I think it's important that you release, you make progress, you communicate and you pursue and you monitor and you, and you keep on going. So for me, that, that's the biggest challenge because it's going to be a journey. You need to make sure everybody is on it and make sure everybody stay on it and that we're delivering uh, on a regular basis. But at the same time, as you're building capabilities, I'm thinking supply chain, I'm, I'm thinking digital, I'm, I'm thinking CRM, you need to right away think about how we're going to be supporting those banner in that journey because then we can deploy something that will be applicable right away to all of the banners. So it's a balance um, to, to, uh, toward the vision. Um, we're going to just shift now into um, sort of the end here. And I'm just curious about what advice could you give to some of our listeners who are starting to create um, omnichannel visions and plans for their own companies, their own organizations? I would say, uh, I would start by saying, do basic steps. Don't, it could be overwhelming, if, and especially if you start reading about omnichannel and you, know, you may end up thinking, my goodness, it's gonna take for year, forever, it's gonna take a lot of money. And so I would say, understand what it means for your customer. Understand your customer expectation. How do they want to interact with their brand? How are they doing it? What are they doing it at each touch point? So make sure you understand that and define, have your own definition, what it means for you uh, would be the first steps, but also align everybody, uh, not just uh, your leadership team, but everybody in your organization to understand what does it mean, why you're doing it, uh, because everybody's going to be involved. I also um, try to work with people that, that have experience, that have went through this process, uh, so that you're not going to be alone on that journey, because uh, it could be overwhelming, so that would be another uh, element. And the other thing is referring to what I was saying earlier, earlier. yes, have your master plan, but also make sure you're releasing um, project, make sure you're releasing pieces of it so that you're keeping on moving and having everybody engage uh, in, that, uh, in that journey. Having a proper omni-channel um, you know, vision or execution is really going to be the difference between um, companies that we love and thrive mm -hmm. and the ones that they just disappear. Yeah, and, and something important you could do, you know, have people uh, connected directly with your customers. Something I've done uh, recently is putting uh, every uh, leaders in a leadership group uh, going at a call center and listening to customers. That's, that is very basic. Or, um, you know, uh, sharing email or sharing, uh, uh, we've done the survey on PenPoint. So this is a, another powerful tool that help us everybody, that would help everybody engage toward that, that journey. Um, and you could do the same thing with your employees. 
Sometimes employees are very critical in this journey, uh, but really put yourself in their shoes and see what type of tools, what type of training they have to answer to those customers uh, that are coming to their store with those expectations. So that also could be something very powerful to do as part of the early stage. Claire, thanks so much uh, for spending time with us, sharing um, some of your successes and where Lowe's is going. Um, I think it's really super interesting and a very exciting uh, thing to be watching for Canadians and for everybody, to be quite frank. So hopefully we can check back in with you in a year from now um, to see where it's going, what you're seeing. Well, thank you. Absolutely. We should do that. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shift. You can get more details at pwc.com slash CA slash Shift. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast series. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or your preferred podcast platform. Just so you know, this podcast has been prepared by PricewaterhouseCoopers LLP, an Ontario limited liability partnership for general guidance on matters of interest only and does not constitute professional advice. Until next time.